Welcome to Bring Your Brilliance. Are you ready to find and amplify your voice? Looking to be inspired by those who are already out there making it happen? Listen in as we shine a light on those who bring their full, authentic selves to do what they love, make no apologies, and don't try to fit into other people's boxes. With your host, Carla Taylor, who, after years of being inspired by the brilliantly shining people she was meeting, decided others need to hear these stories too. Hello and welcome to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show. I am your host, Carla Taylor, and we are here on Inspired Choices Network. And I know that I say this every time that it's a really special show, but this show is really a really special show because this time we are actually going to be talking with YouTuber, YouTuber Emma Roo. Um, and Emma Roo also has the distinct honor of being my daughter. So I'm so thrilled that she's doing this, and I'm so thrilled that she was even brave enough to be on this show because it's kind of a big deal, and she's kind of a big deal. And I know also if you have been a listener of this show for a while, you've heard me talk fairly often, actually, about my daughter, who is extremely insightful and asks really good questions. And a lot of times that prompts me to answer a question for you who may be listening because I'm like, this is a really good question that a lot of people probably want the answer to. So this now you get to meet in person sort of <laughs> my daughter, Emily, and she is um, now known as YouTube YouTuber. That's a hard word to say, YouTuber, Emma Roo. And the topic of today's show is called Reaching for Your Dreams. So do you have dreams that you've wanted to accomplish for a long time but have been afraid to get started? Are you sick of feeling like there's something that you want to do that is just out of your reach? So this week I will be interviewing Emmaru. She's just getting started with her own dream. Emmaru has wanted to become a YouTuber ever since she discovered the app. On this week's show, she's going to share with us what finally allowed her to reach for her dream and will help you feel inspired to reach for your dreams and grab them. So a little bit more about Emma Rue. She is a creative 17-year-old high school student from Indiana with a passion for film acting and screenwriting. She recently started her own YouTube channel. She's also been a PA or a production assistant on several films and acted in some short film competitions alongside actors who've been in national shows like Empire. And um, that was also another dream of hers, which she accomplished. So she knows that this is just the beginning of her journey. And I love, like I said, that she was brave enough to capture this moment in time so she can come back to it at future dates and see how far she has come. So with no further ado, Emma Roo, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so I am so thrilled that you are trusting me and even though it's hard enough to be on a radio show and then also with your mom as the host, I know a lot of people wouldn't be up to this. So I just first want to acknowledge and thank you for that. Well, thank you for thanking me for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're very welcome. Um, so I like to start out my shows by talking about a little bit more about 
your background and kind of what led to this point, and then we'll dive more into the YouTube and some of the things we talked about about reaching for your dreams, and that might actually come up as part of your your backstory. But tell us um, and tell the listeners how you got to the point where you, even getting on the film sets and everything else, but just walk us through a little bit of your background and what has led to this point. Well, um, I've always really liked telling stories and writing stories and just, I don't know, being around stories. Um, so uh, I guess we'll start with the PA thing. Um, you actually took me to one of your friends' uh, film, like they were showing their film, and mm-hmm. I got to meet them and I got to meet the cast and I got to get a poster signed by them and I actually have the poster up in my room. And then about a year later, after, like, continuous, like, a year, yeah, about a year later, after continuously, like, um, checking out the film community around where I live and just following up with uh, Demetrius, actually, um, I got um, invited to be a PA on one of his sets. And I now have a poster for the other um, the the set I was a PA on, right next to the one I got signed. Well, that is so awesome. And, yes, if you have listened previously to the show with Demetrius Witherspoon, who is the creator of the Submerged series, um, Emily actually joined us at the end of his interview to talk a little bit about how he's helping young people in the community to learn and that sort of thing. So, um, Emma Rue, <laughs> how old were you when you first started uh, like you just said, when you first met him, when you've got that first poster, and then that next year, what age were you at when you started all of that? Um, I think I was 15. Do you remember? I, yeah, I okay. think I was 15. So, yeah, pretty young, and you were by far the youngest person out at some of those meetings, which one of the things that's so awesome, and I try to tell young people whenever I see them, is that simply because they're young, <laughs> they have such an advantage of the older people in the avenues that they're in wanting to really help them because they're like, oh, my goodness, here's a young person who has an interest who's out there taking action and doing things. So let's help them and let's help them learn and we want to sow into this next generation. And so that is often even a claim to fame no matter what uh, method you're using or what type of thing you're trying to do. When you start young and you go after it, it really is a differentiator uh, for most things that are especially in the world of where there's typically adults. So that's very, very cool, and I, as your mother, <laughs> as well as just your interviewer, I'm very proud of you for going after that and making that happen. So tell me a little bit more about the the film and the PA set and all of that, and even like in your introduction, we talked about you being in these film competitions. Um. So before that, I was networking with the film community, and I wasn't like, set on a goal of, like, working with a submerged series. It was something I found really fun and interesting and something I would like to work on. Um, But I also would like meeting new people. And like you said, I because I literally 99% of the time I was the youngest person in the room, it was easy for me to talk to people because people were very willing to talk to me. Um, So I got, because of that, Um, I was able to get on to two different film sets, which is kind of hard to do when you are under 18 because of legal matters. Um, 
where I got to basically do a 72-hour film challenge thing and a 48-hour film challenge thing. And I had a lot of fun. And um, I got invited back after I did the 72-hour challenge. So I did it with the same group. And it was, it was just really fun. Um, and it, helped, it really helped me learn that this is something I want to, like, include in my future. Because if I hadn't done it, like, now, then I probably would be doubting whether or not I really want to go into the film industry. That's awesome. And getting your feet wet and, like, I think, again, this is true for young people, but really anybody of any age, if you're trying something new, like, go do a little bit of it and try it out and see if you really, really like it before you invest a ton of your time into it. That's such a great point that that you did just dive right in and one of the really cool things that I know that came out of even the film competition, even though they were very short films, how, how long were they? Um, maybe under under five minutes or like just above five minutes. I don't really remember, but they obviously weren't well, very long because we didn't have very um, long time to shoot. Yeah, so for people who've never heard of these types of film competitions, tell us what the kind of rules are. And also... You mentioned the legal thing. We did sign all the proper legal paperwork for her to be able to be on those sets. But tell us, what what does that mean? Like, is it a 72-hour film competition? What what does that entail? Uh, well, 72 hours, you get, um, you get a prompt for, like, uh, a prop. You get a prompt for a character name. You get a prompt for um, a genre. And then you, that's just the one, at least the ones we were doing, that's what you got. And then you had 72 hours to write a script for it, um, complete the screenplay, um, and then you also had to film, edit, and get it out the door in that 72-hour period. Wow. Or 48-hour period. a lot of work. So that's why the film had to be so short, because you have to get all of that done in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Um, it really, It really is kind of hectic, but it's a lot of fun because... Because it is so hectic, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. I mean, that urgency and that pace and being part of a team who's all rallying together and working hard. And, like, that was kind of your induction into this world as well. So kind of stressful, but you got to see what it was really like to be producing really fast, too. Yeah. Um, And also, it's really awesome and a testament to you that you were asked back after the first time. And I know one thing that came out of that is that you now have your own IMDb page that you were able to list those films on. Yeah, um, I met this really cool dude named Lex Zorn, um, who's just an awesome, awesome fellow. He helped me uh, set up an IMDb page because I didn't have one, and uh, I did my first film with him. Um, He did do the second one because I think he had another project at the time. But um, he helped me set up an IMDb page, and it was it was really nice of him. I'm really I'm really thankful for that, actually. And if anybody doesn't know what an IMDb page is, can you tell us what that is? Oh yeah, it's basically um, IMDb is like where film people, film geeks, whatever, they go to that site and they um, look at the ratings and they uh, look at all the actresses, and the it's just basically like a more professional and better educated Wikipedia, but for, like, film, the film industry. 
Yeah, and it's not just people in the film industry. I know if I look up, if you look up any famous person in a movie, that's usually the first thing that comes up in the result is their IMDb page with all of their history of everything they've been in, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that that is true. But it's mostly for, like, movies and that kind of stuff. It's mostly focused on the film industry. And then you also had a pretty cool experience when you mentioned getting that second poster uh, being on the PA set, doing a few different uh, days of filming with the submerged film series, and then what was what? Ha- I want you to tell the story. What happened with that poster when you went? Was it Gen Con that you went to? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I helped out at the Gen Con booth that they have because um, I got invited to go and they needed some help, so I helped them out and. Um, this is a submerge uh, one, by the way, and mm-hmm. um, we um, got approached a couple times for autographs and that kind of thing. But I was kind of just a PA, so I kind of just like helped take the pictures or get them like a poster or something. But then um, somebody asked if um, I would sign their poster as well because I had helped make the uh, the film, and so I. I uh, signed my first autograph, and it was very, I was very, very happy afterwards. I remember being in the car with you, and I was just, like, on fire. (laughs) Over the moon thrilled. Yeah, it was such a highlight moment. I I remember that, too. It was so great. So we are actually getting ready to take our first break. I want to, when we get back, kind of shift gears and then start talking more about YouTube and and how you went from what we've just been talking about to that. So we'll talk about that when we get right back from break. Uh, I'm talking with Emma Rue, who also happens to be my daughter. She's a YouTuber, and uh, we are here on Inspired Choices Network. My name is Carla Taylor, and this is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show, and we'll be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 
or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Carla Taylor. I'm your host of the Bring Your Brilliance radio show here on Inspired Choices Network. And today we are talking with my daughter, who goes by the name of Emmeru on her YouTube channel. And she's just been telling us a lot about how she started building into her interests and uh, was talking about some of her film experience. So let's take it from there. And how did you get from there to YouTube? Well, I only just recently started YouTube. Um, I just uh, decided to go for it one night, and I posted a video of me in a a hoodie, and (laughs) I was... I was uh, obviously not all dolled up or anything or ready to start my YouTube channel after, like, perfecting it or whatever. And I just filmed a video, and I posted it, and I just did it. (laughs) So that's so awesome and so inspiring. And what, what prompted you to do it right then at that time? Like, what gave you the nerve when, like, even you talked about with, the show reaching for your dream what made you finally do it um well i guess it was just one of those things where you're always talking about like maybe doing some doing that like starting a youtube channel one day and then i i just i just got sick of talking about it because it <laughs> felt kind of depressing to always be talking about it and not be doing anything for it like, it really brought my mood down, and so I kind of got a little fed up one night, and then I just, <laughs> I went and sat on our, um, or one of our, our giant bean bags, um, <laughs> we, uh, downstairs, and I just filmed the video. <laughs> so it really was just being tired of hearing yourself talk about it and wanting, so I don't know how much of this is. I know I talk about this stuff a lot, but I don't know how much you hear it because often I'm out in the world or on my show talking about things like taking action or making sure that you start creating to get out of negative thoughts, patterns, and things like that. So was it a lot of that stuff that you've heard me say or was it – because we've talked about it for a long time. You've been telling me this dream of yours to be a YouTuber for a very long time. So what was it about that timing even – that was different from before? Well, um, I had been taking some more steps recently creatively than I have usually. Um, I'm always kind of in a creative funk, or like I was always kind of in a creative funk because I just, I saw everything I did as not good enough or just not great. And because I saw it as that, I didn't even want to do it anymore, which led to me just a continuous cycle of not feeling great about any work or anything I did creatively. And then um, I actually painted a painting, um, and I I told you, actually, that I wanted to do something creative because I wasn't feeling great, and I just wanted to paint something or do something. And so we set up a painting thing, and I painted this feather that ended up looking like a bird, and I actually ended up liking it. And it was the first time in a really long time, I think, actually, that I ended up somewhat liking what I did. And I just, 
after that, I just didn't allow my thoughts to stray to, oh, this isn't actually that good. I got ahead of myself and thought this was great or something like that. And I just, I just enjoyed it. And that, I think, helps lead me toward just, just enjoying being a YouTuber, even if, um, it's only, it's not really like the best content I could be putting out right now because it, it's just content I'm putting out, and I'm, as I'm doing it, I'm going to be getting better. And I don't know, it just helps me realize that I didn't need to be perfect, I guess, before I shared with the world what I was doing. So that's really cool. I do remember the night you're talking about with the painting, and it, yeah, you're right. Like, that's the same process that you took, that you didn't have a plan for what you are going to paint. You just started kind of putting the brush to paper and not knowing what was going to come out. <laughs> and um, I watched you paint that, and I watched you get happier as you painted it too. And then one of the things that, that I did do that night, and I don't know if this made a difference for you, but I actually sent a picture of it to a couple of people to get some feedback. So do you think that was also part of what gave you more confidence? I mean, yeah, positive feedback is always a good thing. Um, but I feel like more it was just, well, yeah, that. <laughs> Sorry, I've got to get my thoughts together. Um, it's, <laughs> it's okay. Like, um, it was that, and it was it was like a combination because that was really a big deal for me because I don't usually share anything I'm creating with anybody. Um, so usually it's just my own thoughts, and you're always seeing imperfections in your own work. So I guess that yeah. really did help, actually. Well, and I think even the fact that, like you said, when it's just yours and you're not showing it to anybody, you're the hardest on yourself for sure, like we all are. And then even your mom saying, hey, that's really good, isn't really that much of a vouching for your talent because moms often just say that. So mm -hmm. a lot of times kids don't don't believe it. Um but I had just come back from spending some time with a couple of people, and I knew that they were creative types themselves. And so I just kind of impromptu sent a picture of it and said, look how cool it is. My daughter's creating this, and here's the picture. And they came back with some really amazing, specific feedback that really spoke about what they were seeing in the picture. And it was really cool, even for me, to see <laughs> what their feedback was and how much that they were uh, not just saying, oh, yes, that's a pretty picture, but they talked about, like, even how it made them feel. And, like, one of the people even talked about there was a little swirly-do thing that you did when you were just kind of having a whimsical moment, and she noticed that one thing and said she felt like that was her in the painting. And, like, it was great feedback, too. So I think all of that, it made me feel happy. It had to make you feel even better <laughs> because it was yours. And I think your point about, and I know this was for me, one of the things I really love to do is, is writing. And any of us who are creative, I think we have such a hard time of putting our stuff out into the world because it's kind of like this is your baby that you've been taking care of and it's just this weak little thing that isn't really ready for the world to judge. And, you know, like it was terrifying for me the first time I put my writing out publicly into the world. So, um, and it's still scary, like even doing my radio show or doing different things. Every time you're putting yourself out there, I do a lot of posts on LinkedIn. 
but I mean, every time before I do a video, I'm a little bit nervous because every time you're putting yourself out to the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I, you summed it up pretty well, so I, I didn't know if I really needed to add anything else. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I would love to hear your take on it. Um, and I know you and I have talked a lot about this this tendency of, of being a perfectionist, and we've tried to even like Brene Brown and the gifts of imperfection, and it, you know, done is better than perfect, and getting it out there is just part of how you learn. Um, and I know you and I also talked about, I've I've shared this with other people too, that I told you when you were like, I can't do it because I suck or I'm not good enough yet. And the whole point is everyone starts at suck. Like whatever you're doing for the very first time you've never been done before, you're going to be at some level of sucking at it and you just keep going. So um, I love, I love that you started your YouTube channel without getting all dolled up, without anything other than, you know what, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right now. And that's great. So how did that feel? And how did you feel both before and after of doing that very first video? Um, well, for me, I don't even really remember recording it because I just kind of did it and it was just kind of something that happened. And... um. I was I was kind of nervous before, but I was mostly just really kind of fed up. So I just I just decided that hey, this is something I'm going to do, and I'm it's I I said that to myself before, um, but because I had already done something, like it made like done something, and then not have it be perfect, it felt. It felt like I was ready to, to take a next step in like my creative journey. If that makes sense, like I, and said I obviously have been hearing stuff like this and talking with you for years about it. Um, but once I finally like took the first step with like a painting or whatever else I might have done creatively during that time, I, I finally I guess had the courage or the um, motivation for myself for confidence, whatever the word is. And I just, I felt ready, and I, I did it, even though it was not perfect, and I was not perfect in it. I did it, and I posted it. And then how did it feel afterwards? Um, I was kind of giddy about it, and I was like, oh, um, first video, because first videos are very, like, a big deal on YouTube, because as you get... a older on YouTube and stuff, you tend to delete some of your first videos, but your first first video is something that you just kind of have to keep. Um, so I was, it was definitely like a big milestone moment. Yeah, I mean, that's huge. Congratulations. That's really amazing. I'm so, so happy for you and proud of you for doing that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, so, yeah, sometimes it's also hard to take a compliment, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, um, it's, it's, especially when you're feeling, like, vulnerable about something, like, you are appreciative, but, like, it's sometimes hard to say thank you because you're feeling so vulnerable. It's just, yeah. I don't know, it's still a lot. <laughs> and, I mean, this is very, very new, and I, I'm also thrilled that you, um, 
I kind of challenged you to do this 30 videos in 30 days approach so that you could learn every single day. And one of the things you mentioned earlier about just taking each next step as it comes, you don't need enough courage to create everything on your channel. You just need enough to do the one thing that you're doing right now and put that out there. Yeah. Um, like right now, I'm posting some gameplays. I'm going to go back to just uh, talking to the camera. Um, but right now, I'm posting some gameplays. And they are obviously not perfect. I am muttering into the, the microphone. And I am very – I'm not good at it yet. But I'm learning, and I'm doing stuff, and I'm posting stuff. And even though I missed a day, I still got another – I got two videos out the next day. Like, I – didn't let it get me down because I missed a day. I just I just kept going. I love that. Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit more about that as well as what you actually have on your channel and what's next for you and everything else. It's time for our second break, so we are going to take that and then come back to where we just left off. So again, my name is Carla Taylor. You are here on the Bring Your Brilliance radio show. We are talking with Emma Rue, YouTuber, and we are on Inspired Choices Network, so we will be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is Carla Taylor. We are here on the Bring Your Brilliance radio show on Inspired Choices Network. And today we are talking about reaching your dreams. We're talking with YouTuber Emmaru and a little bit about what's coming up next for Bring Your Brilliance before we jump right back into that conversation. Uh, one of the things that I did last week actually was to host a LinkedIn Local, which is an organic grassroots kind of movement that started a couple of years ago in Australia, and it's become this worldwide movement. It's not sponsored by LinkedIn or actually by anyone, and anybody can do it. It's a free event usually or a low-cost event uh, to bring people together off of LinkedIn to meet in person. And it really is about the human-to-human -human connection and not just a bunch of sales pitches or that sort of thing. So we had our first event here in Indianapolis. It was amazing. We actually got to connect with Brian Wallace, who's a nationally known expert who's like in every major publication every single week. He's in at least one of them. So everything from Forbes, Entrepreneur, Success Magazine, he's just an incredible guy. We we're so thrilled to have him here. And um, and it was really, really a, a cool experience for everyone involved. And so 
that is something that I would highly encourage you if you want to do more with LinkedIn or even learn more about LinkedIn, um, either host one or look for one of those in your areas. It's a great way to connect with other people. And the other thing is with Bring Your Brilliance, we've got some really cool things coming up for 2020, uh, including helping you with focus and clarity. And I've got the 90-day Brilliance Planner that will help you to have a step-by-step process, kind of like we're talking about here today with Emeru, about just taking one step at a time. So this is actually a 90-day planner that helps you break it down to the day-by-day process. So you can do one thing each day towards whatever your goal is. So if it's creating your own YouTube channel or creating uh, your own radio show or a podcast or anything else that you might be looking to do, having a 90-day goal for that and taking action each day is really what this is focused around. So, And as Emmaru and I were talking about, the um, creative mind oftentimes can feel a little overwhelming or chaotic. And so the 90-Day Brilliance Planner actually helps you move from your beautiful chaos into your brilliant clarity. So that is currently on sale, and we've got a little mini course that goes along with it of how to use the planner. Uh, I've also got some amazing different resources for you to learn about authentic personal branding and LinkedIn. So go to patreon.com forward slash bringyourbrilliance, or you can go to bringyourbrilliance.net to learn more about all of that awesome stuff I've been preparing for you. So now let's get back right back into where we were talking with Emma Roo and uh, as you may have heard <laughs> earlier she's also my daughter so her her actual name is Emily Taylor and I um so Emmy tell Emily I call her Emmy uh tell us a little bit more about or if you want me to tell the story about how you came up with the name Emma Roo you can tell the story if you like. You are always better at storytelling than I am when it comes verbally. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I think you're very good, too. But so Emily is Emily's name, <laughs> and her middle name is Marie. So she's Emily Marie. And I know a lot of times uh, she goes by the shorter name that I call her, which is Emmy, which is E-M-Y. And uh she actually had uh, a lot of her friends who, um, and anytime I even try to type Emmy into the phone texting, it autocorrects to emu, E-M-U. So a lot of her friends started calling her emu because of that. And then she was also trying to come up with a name that was slightly different and didn't sound just like her actual name because a lot of people on YouTube have different cool kind of names. And one of the ones we talked about was Emery for Emily Marie, but there were a lot of Emery's out there, Emery or Emery kind of names. And so this is a conversation she's been talking about. Like she said, she's been talking about doing this YouTube channel for a long, long time, probably a couple of years at least, right? Yeah, I think since I was like maybe just before middle school. So how old I have, so a few would years. I have been then? Probably like. 12 or 13 maybe then. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) So we'd thrown all kinds of names around for all of these years. And the night that Emmy decided or Emily decided that she wanted to do this, and she's like, okay, what should I, I'm going to do it tonight. What should I call it? And I said, how about Emma (laughs) And to me, 
it was taking the emery, which was the last one that we had talked about, and then the combination of that and emu and putting it together to come up, up with emeru. And she you did like, that yeah, really quickly like that. in your Let's head as well. It. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Just like I off the cuff, I said it, and it stuck. So, um, so that's really cool. So the first night, you just went and did it, and you talked directly to the camera, and it was the welcome to my channel video. So then how, how have you put your different videos together? What are the different things that you're doing with your channel? Um, well, I have mostly been recording on my phone because I do not um, have, like, the – I don't have a recorder for my computer, and my computer is also uh, MacBook Air, so it's a little bit slow. Um, and I, because of that, I have to do a bunch of stuff on my phone. And so I've been using different apps that I find or checking out different. I've downloaded probably like 25 apps in the search for one that works. <laughs> um, so I've been using UCut um, as a way to um, edit my videos together on uh, Google Play. UCut and I've um, I've been using that one to do stuff and I've been using a screen recorder and just my camera and that's pretty much my equipment for right now. <laughs> so you have your cell phone as your camera, right? And then yes. you said the name of the app is UCut. Is that Y O U or just the letter U? Uh, it's just Y O U. And then did you say you had something else or just those two things is really what you're using now? I use a screen recorder on my phone. Um, it's just an average screen recorder app, but I like it, so it stayed. <laughs> so that's what you're using when you're doing, like, the gaming stuff? Yeah. Um, all of the games i play so far on my channel are mobile games. So I, when I play them, um, I record myself speaking, um, and I, I, um, I record the screen, and I put it out on YouTube. So you, you're making it sound very simple, but you do have the first couple where you just talk directly to the screen, and then you are recording uh, your voice. Are you recording your voice while you're playing, while you're using the screen record, or do you come back and do that later? I use it while I'm playing. Um, for me, it is right now. It is very simple because I do not have a bunch of like fancy equipment, um, which I hope to like I don't know upgrade at some point. Um, but for me, it's simple, but it takes a lot of time to do. If that makes sense, like it takes time to edit sure. and make sure it would go over your video and make sure it's all good. And I also make, like, thumbnails and stuff. Like, I got a background eraser, and I take screenshots of the gameplay, and I erase the background, and I put it on something, and I then upload the thumbnail, and that takes a lot of effort, too. And it, it's just more time than anything else that makes it not simple. So it's probably a lot more work than most people would realize, or even if they're like hiring someone else to help them, a lot of people don't understand how much work goes into even a very short video. And you aren't just, like I tend to just talk to the camera and 
sometimes that's all I do. <laughs> sometimes I do go back and do an app to do some captions and some other things, but I don't, I tend to keep mine just me mostly talking to the camera, whereas you have used lots of different techniques already just in, how many do you have out there, like 8 to 10 or 12 or I don't know what day you're on, but you're pretty um, early on to this. I, yeah, I'm not entirely sure how much I have out there right now because I did mess up that one day, so I'm a little off right now. Um, but I have been uploading a lot, <laughs> um, and pretty frequently because of your whole challenge, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's so cool that you're doing it, and like you said, you didn't really mess up, you just, you know, so you missed a day, so then you made up for it, and it you didn't let that stop you and say, oh, well, I missed a day, so now the challenge is over. You just keep going and keep taking steps, even if it's not perfect. Which I again, I'm so proud of you because there's so many places where a lot of people would just stop. Um, and then you even within the first night, I think, created your own logo and your opening screenshot and you know all that stuff. So how did you? Um, how, first of all, how did you even know how to do all of that? Um, and then you mentioned getting a whole bunch of apps through trial and error, kind of figuring out what worked. But um, I'm just honestly quite amazed and blown away by everything that you've been doing. Well, um, for my logo thing, I just used Canva, and I just, I don't know, I just played around with it. I found what I liked, and then I, if I thought something was a good idea, I found a way to do it. Like, I have a cartoon version of myself right now as a profile picture, because uh, most people who do gameplays that I know of have that kind of picture as their icon, and I decided, hey, I, w I would want to do that, and so I I found a way to do that, and it um uh it did I guess I kind of forgot the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, part of it was just how did you even know to do it? But what I'm hearing, I think you saying is that you kind of knew what you wanted to do, but even if you didn't know how, you just figured it out along the way. Yeah, I I don't really have, I'm not very tech savvy. Um, as you know, Ryan, my brother, is one of the more tech savvy out of all of us. And I just, I looked things up on the internet, I guess. I found if that was a good idea or if I had an idea for something that could maybe work for that, I tried it out. And then while I was doing that, I maybe thought of something else, and then it just, it happened. Um, does that make sense? Sorry, That's I keep awesome. saying that. Yeah, that does make sense. No, it's it's awesome because even sharing with us that you really didn't know all of that ahead of time, and you, you've been figuring it out as you go, like, that's really inspiring, and yeah, the the tech background, like, I didn't know you could do all this, and it sounds like you didn't either, but you figured out how to do it, which is really, really cool. So I want to take a question that we have uh, from an audience member, which is, what are the most important things to do prior to launching a YouTube channel? But we're going to go ahead and take a break first, so we'll answer that and a little bit more when we get back from break. So again, my name is Carla Taylor. We are talking with my daughter, Emily Taylor, who is known as Emma Roo on her YouTube channel. We are here on the Bring Your Brilliance radio show on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. 
What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back once again. This is Carla Taylor here on the Bring Your Brilliance radio show. We are on Inspired Choices Network, and we are talking about the inspired choice made by Emma Rue to create and start and keep working hard on her YouTube channel, even when she just has to figure out what she's doing and learning along the way. Uh, So the question we were asking right before break was, what are the most important things to do prior to launching a YouTube channel? Well, um, well, there's this thing called the YouTube Creator Academy um, that YouTube set up, and it explains uh, the YouTubers, um, YouTube hires YouTubers to make videos to explain certain things about YouTube, and you go through these courses and you figure things out, and you're basically getting a bunch of advice from YouTubers who have made it and are doing their YouTube thing, like they're continuously doing their YouTube thing and aren't just, you know, oh, I have advice how to get fast really quickly or whatever else. So I would check out the YouTube Creative Academy and I would try to, or Creator Academy, and I would try to learn as much as you can about the policies and what's going on with YouTube in general before you um, before you start. I did that after I started. Um, but... I would recommend doing it before you started just so you have that little um you have that little uh ledge to hang on, I guess. That sounds really cool. So is that a free resource? Yeah, it's um free at least from what I've been using so far. I haven't been asked to pay anything and I think there maybe have been like a couple ads like scattered a little bit around the website, but other than that, I think it's like you don't really have to do very much to do anything for it. (laughs) So going to YouTube Creator Academy, is there anything else that people should know or make sure they do before they launch? Yeah. um, Well, I watched this a couple years ago, and I think I've watched this video twice now. PewDiePie, who is the most popular YouTuber, has over 100 million subscribers um, actually posted a video at one point explaining how to be a YouTuber, and um, he he posted it, and I probably need to rewatch it again, by the, <laughs> by the way, but he posted that, and I think that would be important to watch because as the biggest YouTuber, he definitely has some knowledge that other people don't have. That's really awesome. Um, so... 
if people have questions for you directly, how can they reach you after the show? Um, well, I have an Instagram uh, that you it's called Emeru YouTube that you can DM me on. And I also have a Twitter, which is also Emeru YouTube. And um, I'm you can comment, I guess, on one of my YouTube videos or something else. Um, and yeah, what's the name of your channel? Probably, uh, yeah, it's Emeru, E-M-A-R-U. And that's the entire name of your channel? It's just the name, the word Emeru? Yeah, that's, uh, on YouTube, it's just Emeru. I don't really have to put anything else there. It's just um, kind of like how Markiplier is just Markiplier, and PewDiePie is just PewDiePie. Yeah, no, I'm just Emeru, I guess. That. I just want to make sure people know what it is so that they're able yeah, to find you. Yeah, yeah. So what advice would you give to a kid or an adult who wants to be famous online? Um, be real. If you're just trying to be famous, you'll get kind of called out. The internet, internet is not afraid to call you out if you're just trying to get clout or whatever. Um, so if you want to be famous so badly, evaluate why you want to be famous. And just, one, figure out if this is actually something you want to do. And two, just start posting things. Just be real with your audience. You Just be real with yourself. Maybe even just post the videos for yourself and online just as a fun hobby thing. And if you get famous, that's great. But you shouldn't try to get famous with something you're not going to enjoy in the future, if that makes sense. That's why some YouTubers end up getting burnt out along with, like, their schedules. Gosh, all of that is such great advice, not only to make sure that you're just, first of all, focused on the right things. And I think this is true no matter what you're doing and however you're putting yourself out there. If your focus is, I want to be famous, then people can kind of tell and see through the facade and and it's usually not mm-hmm. resonating as well. And I love that you said even that people will call you out on YouTube because I don't think I knew that. <laughs> but um, But then the other thing is, what resonates, what I've seen with authentic personal branding and everything else is that people want people to be real and they want, and they can tell if you're being authentic and real or not. And so they, they will, if you're looking to serve them and figure out what it is that they need, then, then that's when people start really listening. So what are some of the, uh, I know you've already thought of some different segments and ways to organize your content. So what are some of the segments that you're going to be doing on your channel? Well, I have one called Explorers of the Internet where we're just going to take to the Internet, look at some things, have fun with it, you know, just just look at the wonders of the Internet, basically. And then I have one called Curiosity <laughs> Bug, um, which you really enjoy, <laughs> that I just, <laughs> I talk about things I'm learning about and try to open a discussion with people and just uh, say my opinion, explain my opinion, and then I um, I just I post it and I I haven't really gotten any comment discussions yet because I haven't been on YouTube for very long, but I'm hoping one day that can be a segment where we open a discussion about topics that are important or that we want to talk about. And just have that be like a safe place where we can just we can express our opinions in a like a compromising way, if that makes sense. Like we compromise with each other and and really learn about the topic that we're talking about. 
So not in compromising yourself, but in coming together to compromise on we don't have to be right or we can all agree to, to, to have different opinions or that sort of thing. Yeah, just like even saying that you you or yourself may not always be right in everything and like you're just listening, I guess, listening to other people and their opinions and trying to see where they're coming from and then if that makes you feel more validated in your opinion, that's awesome. If that makes you feel like, hey, maybe I need to readjust something in my opinion, then that's awesome as well. So we're almost out of time. What is the one piece of advice you'd give to anybody who's been hesitating on reaching for their dreams and wanting to go after it? The world is not going to wait for you. You're going to wait for the world to be perfect, and the world is never going to be perfect. Just <laughs> just do it. Just, just put yourself out there and try. And I know you've had some really awesome things happening. As soon as you started taking action, you're having different conversations with people even at school. You're having people responding to you differently because now instead of talking about it, you're actually doing it. And that inspires people and has brought so much more richness and fullness to your life. And if we had time, I'd let you tell some of those stories. But since we don't, I just wanted to point out that you've already had this exhilarating journey just in under the two weeks that you started. And so um, it was so cool to see your reaction to that and seeing how much people responded to you differently when you started taking that action. So, again, the wise, wise words of Emma Rue, uh, to just do it and get out there and get started and don't worry about being perfect. There's never going to be a perfect time. There's never going to be a perfect moment. There's never going to be a perfect world. So just starting, even before you're ready, I think is really the big lesson that I'm hearing from all of this. So, again, thank you so much for your time, and thank you for being so brave to be on this show with me as well as to start your YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, I've really enjoyed it so far. <laughs> Well, and again, to reach me to find more about Bring Your Brilliance, go to bringyourbrilliance.net, and you can also go to patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash bringyourbrilliance. I've got some really amazing options for you to learn more about authentic personal branding and LinkedIn resources. And again, this is Carla Taylor on Bring Your Brilliance, reminding you to be bold, be brave, be brilliant and be you, and just get out there and do it. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bring Your Brilliance with Carla Taylor. For the latest updates and info on personal branding, please follow and interact with Carla Taylor on LinkedIn. And be sure to visit www.itstimetobringit.com. Join Carla Taylor every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then...